0: You are locked on MLB, your daily MLB podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to locked on MLB, part of the locked on podcast network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the major league baseball and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. This episode, which is being dropped. On the 18th day of December 2019, we're going to review a couple of the big pitching changes and player movements that have been going on in baseball over the last few days to basically get those off the hook and talk about and get some thoughts on them because some big moves were made and some potential big moves can still be made later on. That was a mouthful. So is saying that this show is available on the free and easy-to-use Himalaya podcasting app. We're also on Apple and Google and all the places you get your podcasts. We you are on the website. If you want to visit us, listen directly at LockdownMLB.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Lockdown MLB, or check out some of the other great shows on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it really is your team every day. Great stuff on all different kinds of sports. We're, and the good folks at Lockdown MLB are doing amazing things online. If you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown MLB, I'm personally at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. So for one day, I'm going to take a break of dropping the Evergreen Podcast. I still got a bunch more left where we're talking about the best postseason games of the decade. But uh, enough has happened over the last few days. I feel like I should, I'm compelled to tell you. Gotta talk! Stuff is happening. There's rumblings and stumblings and everything like that as we're getting ready for the holidays. It doesn't look like baseball's taking any time off. Now, uh, one of the big moves that was made was Corey Kluber, who had an off year, to be sure, last year with the Cleveland Indians, but as recently, you got to go all the way back to 2018, and he was a Cy Young contender. 2017, he was a Cy Young winner. He was also a Cy Young winner in 2014. So uh, you, you don't have to go that far back to see Corey Kluber be one of the elite pitchers in baseball, and he was sent packing to the Texas Rangers in a deal that was pretty clearly a salary dump, that the... Rangers sent Delano to de Shields, and there's always a bad sign when you trade away Delano to de Shields for a starting pitcher. Remember, that's what the Dodgers got for getting rid of Pedro Martinez. So that's hopefully there's a better mojo for Delano de Shields heading to Cleveland. Uh, Manuel Ch- Clace, is it Clase? I don't know. For I don't know. Maybe you know is going back to the Indians, who seems like he should be a decent reliever. Uh, virtually no money is owed them. And there is a, uh, there's reasons to be concerned about Corey Kluber. Drops in velocity, not a great season last year. And we see sometimes when a pitcher falls off a cliff, like Mr. Cliff Lee, it can go from Cy Young contender, Cy Young winner to yikes in an awful hurry. But uh, there's the deal. Corey Kluber going to the Texas Rangers. Rangers want to make a splash. And if Kluber can have a bounce-back season, that can't help but be really, really useful to the Texas Rangers, who are moving into a new ballpark and want to make things fun. Uh, here, I'm recording this in Palo Alto, California, just down the 101 from San Francisco, and the talk when I went into the work was all the stuff about Madison Baumgartner, lifelong Giant. Postseason hero, helped deliver three World Series titles to the Giants. Off to Arizona. Now, I have to admit, I was surprised by this move. I was surprised. Uh, I don't think it's a bad move for Arizona. I'm surprised they made it. Remember, they dealt away Zach Grinky to the Houston Astros, and they got back some you know, good, solid young players in exchange for Zach Greinke. They were able to do that and contend at the same time. Remember, they won eight, what, 86, 87 games? They were a wild card contender late into the season. And they were able to they were able to have their cake and eat it too. They were able to let players walk away, like Goldschmidt, like Hudson, like um, uh uh Grinky, and let them all ski daddle and Still contend and still put a quality product on the field. Well, now you have Bumgarner, who apparently wanted to move to Arizona. Apparently, he and his wife dig Arizona. A lot of people seem to like Arizona. I don't know why. I'm not a desert guy. It's not for me. I'm not a Bedouin. Uh, but you consider the fact that they have Zach Galen, Luke Weaver, Mike Leak, Merrill Kelly, uh, young Corbin Martin, uh, John Duplantier. Is it Plantier or Plantier? We have, I don't know yet. I've never said his name out loud until just now. But there's some starting pitching depth with Arizona. And you throw in the fact that they now are adding Madison Bumgarner to the mix. They have a very good starting staff. And they can probably deal Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray is probably going to be a, a a valuable trade chip, especially for a team that wants to have a good, solid starting pitcher in their rotation and but not be locked into a long-term commitment with them. Robbie Ray seems perfect. So the the Diamondbacks could still have a really deep starting rotation and improve the Major League team. So the D-backs could be contenders. They were basically contenders for a big chunk of this last year. So, I mean, the Giants... Man, it's not been a good offseason for the Giants. I mean, I think the signing of Gabe Kapler is an absolute catastrophe. I mean, he stunk as a manager for the Philadelphia Phillies. He carries all sorts of baggage for the crap he pulled while in Los Angeles. And he's going to be replacing Bruce Poche. And I know a bunch of people are so mad at the signing of Gabe Kaplan that they're thinking about not even buying season tickets for the Giants this upcoming year or not going to any games. They said, just don't worry about it. He's going to be fired in two years anyway. Just relax. Just relax. But it's, uh, he was not going to come back to the Giants. It was all done. And, and do you know what? Sometimes, you know, I, I, I say this. He started his first full season in 2010. He had the entire decade. He would, played for a handful of games for the Giants in 2009, but he was really a rookie in 2010 and the whole decade. In this day and age, you can't realistically ask for a player to play more than 10 years on your team. Once they got to 10 years that you can't ask them for more than that. If they stick around and spend the whole career with one team, fine, great. But this day and age, they gave you a decade. And a decade of winning championships, no less. You know, so the Giant fans, you got the 10, you got all the glory from Madison Bumgarner. If he gives the Dimebacks a couple of decent years, you just, you can't complain. I think the Dimebacks are in good shape. I think the Giants are not in good shape, but this is bound to happen. You got to take a few steps back. I'll tell you who is very silently putting together a team that is could be potentially, uh, potentially interesting here. Remember how people were scratching their head over the trade that brought Trevor Bauer to the Cincinnati Reds? Well, now the Reds signed Miley from the Astros. And they have Luis Castillo, who's a good pitcher. They had Sonny Gray, who turned things around and was quite good. You have Trevor Bauer, who's a head case, but he's talented. You have Anthony Discofani, who is not the second coming of Walter Johnson, but he's a solid number four or five pitcher. And now you have Wade Miley. That's a five-pitcher rotation you have in Cincinnati. You've added Mustakis to the lineup, and you gotta think that Joey Vado's gonna have a bounce back here. If the Reds can go out and acquire a decent reliever and a decent hitter doesn't have to be a superstar they don't need a superstar doesn't need to be an ace just a decent arm and a decent bat to fill in a hole here and a put in spackle there and you gotta think the Cubs are gonna take a few steps back you know the Reds may be good we might have the Reds and the Diamondbacks good because when you put a decent starting pitcher on the mound every night then you have a chance to win that game. And if you're going against a team that's not putting a decent pitcher on the mound, then by definition, you should be favored to win that game. So, hey, good on the Diamondbacks. Good on the Reds. We're going to Christmas. We're going to the holidays. We're going to whatever the hell you celebrate. And they're telling their fans, do you know what? We're not tanking this year. We want to give you something good. Now, there's some cynics who are saying, like, ah, they know that there's going to be a big labor crisis coming up. Fine. Then win. Win, win, win. Catch that chicken like Rocky and Rocky Two, and win. Put some good players on the field. But the thing that makes me really shake my head is there's Bumgarner found a home. There's Miley. He found a home. There's Kluber. He found a home. A week or so ago, Garrett Cole found a home. And we're going to talk again, and I'm going to bring this up because it's making me mad about the team that seems to be dragging their heels about finding a home. About finding homes for these players. Because do you know what? Baseball needs this team to win. I think you know who I'm talking about. But first of all, look it. I talked about the holidays. If you're looking for a last minute fun sports gift for the holidays, go to breaking slash locked on. Breaking tea makes sports t-shirts around teams' passion moments. Great for fans. Go to breakingtea.com slash locked on and then feel free to search the site for great shirts and fun sports gifts. And if you're a Spotify listener, use Spotify rap to show us your top Locked On podcast for the year. Take a screenshot and tag us at Locked On Live and Locked On MLB on Twitter, and we'll share it and retweet. All right. Kluber. Baumgartner. Miley. Cole. These are all pitchers. And the Angels didn't sign any of them. Yes, the Angels signed Rendon. That's no small thing. Because the Angels' lineup stunk, with the exception of Mike Trout. And the rotation, for the most part, stunk. So they needed to fix something in the lineup. And putting Rendon in there gives him another MVP candidate. So there you go. That's fine. I'm not downplaying this Rendon signing. I just felt that they needed to put more urgency of getting Garrett Cole. If you can't get Garrett Cole, then just start signing the pitchers. So they can at least slap together enough. Because who knows? If you throw enough spaghetti at the wall, someone may work. I've brought this model up before. But you know what? It makes sense when you think about what the Red Sox did in 2013. Oh, Sally, you talk too much about the Red Sox. Shut up, inner voice. In 2013, the Red Sox were in full rebuild after the collapse of 2011 and the disastrous 2012. They knew they had a ton of players coming up to their farm, and they also knew they weren't ready. So they got a bunch of stopgap veterans. It just so happened those stopgap veterans really clicked with the team, and they went on to win the World Series with players who were barely there. Napoli, Gomes, Victorino, Stephen Drew, Koji Uehara. A lot of these players were there and gone before you knew it. Gone before they could... Printed a T-shirt up. And you know what? It gave a, a World Series title along the way. And for some of these franchises, they need to sort of get off the schneid. I think it's great what the Reds are doing. I think it's great what the Diamondbacks are doing. I think it's great what the Rangers are doing. Hell, I, I mean, I don't think it's great what the Yankees are doing because I don't like the Yankees. But I also like the fact that, screw it, we got to win. we got to win eventually. And here we have yet another year of the Angels with the best player in baseball, who committed to the team, yes, with for millions and millions of dollars, he's not playing for you know I'm playing for the love of the game and just give me enough money to make sure my mom has milk. No, he's he's a millionaire hundreds of times over. But they have to. He, he's committed to stay. He had every right. Mike Trout had every right to take a look around and say, this is but this is insane. I'm never going to get to the World Series with this team. And they have had years to put a team around me. Some teams have built up, torn down, and built back up again in the time since Trout showed up. You know, the Red Sox have two World Series titles, which included a big teardown at one point. Other teams have been able to do it. The Angels can't put together a a playoff team with the exception of that one year 2014. And baseball needs the best player in in the game Showcased in October. It's getting just silly. And they need to have started pitching. Baumgartner would look good in an angel uniform. Miley would look good in an angel uniform. It didn't take much to pry Corey Kluber loose from Cleveland. But he's a in, in divisional rival now. Now, to be fair, there are a few pitchers who are still left. We're still playing musical chairs on some of them. The Angels have to be aggressive now. There's two right now, two pitchers who have to be Angels. They have to know, they're not going to get the ace. There was an ace out there. That's one of the reasons why the Garrett Cole not signing him is so aggravating for me, who I'd like, I'm not an Angels fan, but I want to see them win the World Series because I want to see Mike Trout win a World Series because I like Mike Trout. And there's Garrett Cole, an ace, available, floating out there like the feather at the beginning of Forrest Gump. All it took was money, money, and every team has tons of money. Yeah, even the Rays and the A's, they're all owned by rich people who could afford it. But the Angels have piles of money, Scrooge McDuck type money, and they had to get coal now, granted, they spent that money elsewhere. Fine. Now spend it on the others. You've got to get Hyunjin Ryu, and you've got to get Dallas T- Keuchel. Both of them. You need both of them. If you can't get an ace, they get a bunch of good pitchers, at least. That may not be enough to win the World Series this year, but who knows? It might make you better, and sometimes an ace can emerge from the morass, sometimes you add a veteran starting pitcher. It might take some of the pressure off of some of the younger starting pitchers. And boom, you turn around, you're in a World Series. Did someone mention Charlie Liebrandt showing up to the Braves in 1991? Boom, they're in the World Series. Anyone when mentioned James Shields showing up to the Kansas City Royals, boom, they get to the World Series. It doesn't happen all the time. If you do that, and not, you, got, you, you had a chance for an ace. Now you got to do something else. Keiko and Ryu. And you can argue Ryu is an ace. He's a Cy Young contender. He's a top three Cy Young contender. From Los Angeles. Dallas Keiko knows the division. Boom. And did I mention? Boom. Angels. Both of them. You need to slap together a rotation. And the sense of urgency is there. Or it should be. So now you got your super steed. you get the superstar? Rendon is your consolation prize for not getting Cole. Hell of a consolation prize. Top three MVP candidate. Now get a top three Cy Young candidate. And another solid pitcher. And maybe we can have something going here. Maybe Mike Trout when he's being presented awards during the World Series, could be in uniform instead of a suit and tie. Your best player is playing golf during the World Series every year. You have to do something, baseball. You have to. I know what I have to do is keep going back. Uh, I am going to go back to the series. Uh, If there's any other great breaking news... I will capture them in one way shape or another but we have to get this series done so game 7 the best game 7s of the two of the World Series of the 2010s will be on December 31st and hey I'm putting together some great stuff for the upcoming Boulder Minute podcast which I will be talking more about later as well. So hey, uh, go to the free and easy to use Himalaya podcast app, go to Apple, Google Podcasts, player Podbeam, all the places where you get your podcast, you get your car your smart device to play podcast locked on MLB. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown MLB. Alright, well, hey, moving away from the series and sort of catching up on some news, this is the On MLB episode 4, December 18th, 2019. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sullivan.